You're listening to The Weekly Geekly. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to The Weekly Geekly. My name is Mikey Colsheen. I'm Tori Kroll. And with us today is our buddy Mark Heck. Mark, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. He's doing fantastic. You know why he's doing so fantastic? High Rev Coffee. Woo! That and it's comic book day. Today we are all about the comics, not just talking about the TV shows, the movies, and all the other universes, if you will. We're only going to focus on comics today. Um, me and Mark went to Krypton today, and we are just browsing around, looking through issues. Um, I actually wasn't looking for anything special, and I just got to share this. I found a Flash 97... Number 97 from 1995, it's uh, the origin of the bad guy Zoom, which I thought was pretty cool. It's signed, autographed by the author Mark Wade. Um, pretty cool add to our collection, so we're going to put that on the wall next to our Daredevil number 4. Um, go to Krypton Comics, they've always got a great selection. Cool stuff in the back, really rare gems in there. Uh, Mark, did you say, see anything cool when we went in? I mean, they had a huge flash uh, section, and that's where you found that, obviously. But, yeah. I mean, I just kind of filed through that, and then the Punisher and Daredevil. Punisher? What Punisher did you find? What did it What did it look like? I'm not sure. I just picked up, like, whatever looked cool. It looked cool, but there was yeah. some cool Punisher in there? Yeah. What was the other one you were talking about as we were walking out, and you're like, you know what, that looked pretty cool, and I would read that. Oh, uh... Inhumans vs. X-Men. Yeah, I don't know too much about Inhumans. I mean, I've read some of them through Guardians uh, in the Galaxy. They pop in and out a little bit. But th I think Are they tied together cool. in the same universe? They're tied through a lot of people. They, t they go into X-Men, Guardians, a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, even that... We're not going to talk movies, but they were in the Iron Man 3 movie. Like, okay. Yeah, that's who they were. Um, I got you. But yeah, um, I would be curious to see what that would be like, too. Because that's two more big fights, almost like a civil war, you know? Well, then it can keep the X-Men going and right. start something new for Marvel once Avengers uh, Infinity War is done. God, man, they're you know? leaning so hard on Avengers. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to talk about movies. No, it's cool. Even in the comics, they're leaning so hard on Avengers and Civil War just because that's what's hot right now. And it's bringing, like, they did a Civil War too. Well, they did a new Captain America series last mm -hmm. year, right? They've, re they've been rebooting. He said he was in Hydra. Right, right. He, he came out as a defector, yeah. you know? like yeah. the, Just weird. But um, they've been changing a lot of stuff. Um, that bad guy, Maddox, who's just like a floating head. I saw um, an article about this guy who was talking about how they're using comics as political propaganda. He put Donald Trump's face in Maddox's little head body and it was on the U.S.-Mexico border and all this stuff. And he's That's just like, perfect. I'm gonna boycott comics because I don't want any of my your politics in my comics. I love it. I think it's perfect. So I think, what's Maddox's um, power? Um, he's like a super genius. He's just a little floating head. Like, he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy to Flash. I honestly don't know too much about him. Um, okay. Bad guy to a couple other people. I thought he was Marvel. No, he is Marvel. Never mind. So who is he a bad guy to? I don't know. See, I don't know who Maddox is. Yeah. See, my ignorant ass does not know Maddox. Shame me, everyone. Shame me, all twelve of you. I mean, do they have like a comic? You gotta read some comics and shame me, Minnesota, <laughs> and shame me, Colorado, and USSR. Please you shame get me. Caught up. Get some comics. Man, I don't know. I'm I'm the type of person that like I only read what I'm interested in, and even if there's other things connected. What do you? Uh, what, I won't what, read the side characters sometimes because they're just like so cheesy to me, like Huntress and Batman, or you know, like just really random characters shoved in there. Black Canary, like not interesting. Like you're pretty much just a bird version of Catwoman, you know? Like what interests you in the Flash that you got today? Was it just because it was a rare gem? Or is it just um, like you've been feeling the flash lately? Well, even though it's just comic book day, I did kind of get hyped on because of the TV show that came out. And I oh. thought they did a really cool job. And uh, a couple episodes ago, Adam introduced us to Flashpoint, the, the comic book, the whole volume. And we read that, and we reviewed it, we talked about it. It blew my mind. I thought that was a great story. So I was like, holy shit, Flash is capable of so much more. So I went back and watched part of that show. Zoom was in it. And I fell in love with that character instantly, and I was like, this is crazy. I did my research, and I learned that the character Zoom eventually is the same person as uh, Reverse Flash. He's Professor Zoom, who is Reverse Flash. But only after DC does the New 52 series. Up until then, 
Zoom and Reverse Flash were two separate people. What? What the fuck? A uh, really cool kind of a concept character. I don't see his name. Uh, well, he's covered up by the little sign there, but oh. you can see his face underneath. <coughs> yeah. Really cool cover. They're all running right up against each other. Um, I only have read Flashpoint in the Flash series, but I feel like he's a good enough character on his own to not need anyone else in. Sometimes they throw Batman in with him, and that's cool, but you need... Me as a reader, I need characters that are concrete. They don't need to stand on another character, you know, mm -hmm. to read. Um, also, like, I'm, Batman's my favorite, man, but also, like, Flash is good, too, simply because they both kind of have that self-loathing crisis, like, my mom or my dad or both of them died, and something happened to me, and it made me who I am. I hate myself. Oh, I hate myself. I hate myself. Oh, I hate myself. Yeah, there's that conflict. It's not Superman, uh, you know, white pretty boy, Boy Scout of America, no super, like, only weakness, super weakness is a fucking alien rock. So like, you don't, you don't like Superman comics? I hate the whole Star Spangled Banner, Captain America, Superman bullshit. I hate all those kind of heroes. You don't like because Captain I mean, I think they're cool for their powers and their abilities and their morals, but, like, once you get past that, it's you're just beating a dead horse, man. Like, I like a little internal struggle in my character. Like, Daredevil, man. Like, he's yeah, got the Daredevil. whole Catholic thing going yeah. on, you know, but he's a yeah. badass. Like, I don't know. You need a little conflict. That's you know? the one... It's crazy you brought up the Catholic thing, because that's probably, like, the one thing that stands out in his comic. They throw religion in there. Right. That's weird to think about. I mean, you got Constantine, which obviously, you got whatever, but to have Daredevil like that and then have the powers that he does and the inner battle after his, what was his dad? Uh, Boxer. What's his name, though? Battling Jack? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And they, they called him the Devil of Saint. Like, they pretty much called him the Devil of uh, Hell's Kitchen yeah. anyway, but then they started calling him that, but, um... It's crazy. Yeah, dude. Um... I really, that's my thing though, I need someone that's got some kind of internal struggle, because you need more than just protagonist, antagonist, basic cookie cutter bullshit, you know what I mean? It gets so boring after a while, like, bad guy banter, a good guy thing, it's whatever, you need some, something other than the, the bad guy getting your girlfriend to be, to be the thing, you know, yeah. like, I don't know, after a while I get bored. That's why that Joker is probably one of the most interesting Oh, in the comics, man, he's, he's you never know what he's gonna do. He's kidnapping mayors and drowning them, he's fucking... Cutting off his face and reattaching it later, and acid raining people, killing people on TV. Like, he does not stop. I, I love the Joker. It's okay to die, that. I'll be here to protect Gotham. <laughs> I'll do a real good job. Um, babe, what have you been reading lately? What's the last thing you read? What are you reading right now? She's reading in the corner. She's just like, Hi, I'm Tori Kroll. I'm gonna get back to reading this comic. What are you reading? And stay quiet the whole <laughs> entire time. What is it? Um, I am reading a Marvel comic. It's called The Avengers Attacked by the Ant-Man. <laughs> and I picked it out because I love the Ant-Man. First of all, I will put in that Paul Rudd needs to have his own show as Ant-Man because Ant-Man rocks. Ant-Man who is attacking the Avengers with ants and they're crawling all over them and it's hilarious and <laughs> they're talking... Their speech in this is great. Like, they just explain everything. Like, good thing you caught him, Wonder Man. Like, they always just say their name, and it is cracking me up. Let, let's see. What This is one six, number 161. Let's see. Can you tell what year that's from? 1977. Oh, that's the good old days. That's back yeah. right when they spoke their mind. I like to collect the oldies. Heck yeah. She's an oldies girl. <laughs> yeah. So it's really good. Let, I'll let you guys know at the end of this how Heck it yeah. is. Let us know what you think. Um, Definitely. always good to hear uh, now we're going to kind of turn to Nerd Haven and see what some people are saying I always love looking at Nerd Haven uh, the Facebook group, just a local place for everybody to get together and talk about what's new uh, new stuff they love uh, my buddy Randall always posting weird, funny um, superhero memes just fucking crazy um, let's see where is it, oh here it is Super Fights Recently, I asked everybody to kind of think of some people uh, in the comic universes that they thought would be a good head-to-head -head battle, right? <coughs> so, uh, got a lot of responses. 
Got some pretty crazy ones. Ultimately, we had a pretty good debate. Uh, but it started off with Spider-Man versus Doctor Doom. And honestly, I don't know. What do you think? Oh, man. I mean, Doctor Doom's pretty stacked. Right. Um, Self-preservation is his, like, one good thing, to You know, like, he always survives. Can't he, like, uh, slip through different dimensions, too? Is that I one of his that much about Doctor Doom. I know... He's a brilliant scientist, and he could probably figure something out. He's got out. a lot of energy. Um, He's way smarter than Parker. You know yeah. what I mean? For all of Parker's spider sense and strength, I feel like Doctor Doom would invent something to eventually take him down. He wouldn't even need to, though, with the powers he has. True, he does have powers. He's not like Iron Man, you know? So um, I would say Doctor Doom. Yeah. Right? I'd say Doctor Doom on that one. Hell yeah. Uh, well, we'll see. I mean, it takes four superheroes to try to beat him. You know? Right. Uh, da, 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 da. My, this my buddy Kenny. Uh, he said Goku versus Godzilla. That's a fun one. Goku. Yeah. Like, I'd say Goku. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that'd just be so much cooler to watch. Yeah. And then him just slamming down on Goku and throwing buildings yeah. on him and shit. Uh, ooh, Robert Anderson. Woohoo! He said Deadpool versus Deathstroke. Fight. That's a fun Dang. one. Because Deathstroke I mean, was the first character, and Deadpool was actually a ripoff of Death, uh, Deathstroke. Deathstroke has super strength, but does he have healing power? He doesn't have healing power, but uh, his strength. armor can like withstand like blank uh, tank blasts and shit. Like, it's really strong armor. So like it'd take a lot for Deadpool to get through it, you know? Deadpool regeneration, man. Yeah, but it takes time, you know? It's not like he's going to automatically grow that arm back. It's going to take him 12 hours. That's true. It's a hard one, man. I think, honestly, if... Look at, look at him doing, like, well, shit. Hmm. Because they're both, like, good marksmen. They're both good with the swords. Right. It's really hard to tell. But he has one sword, and yeah. Deadpool has two. So does it come down to that? I think Deadpool, just uh, because he's a little more crafty, I think that yeah. Deathstroke just puts a little too much thought into the process of killing, right. and Deadpool is like, I'm going to have some fun with this. So he's like bouncing around right. and shit, because and he's so pissing more, Deathstroke off, point. like, what the fuck are you doing? So now Deathstroke is a good <laughs> shot, but I could also see him getting pretty agitated at the same time. Right, and then he has all that armor, and he's carrying around that machine gun. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. You got Deadpool, he's just got that... Leather outfit and like two handguns and two katanas. Hell yeah, he's more nimble, dude. I th I think Deadpool. So Deadpool, I uh, Deadpool, we're all voting Deadpool. Deadpool is the weekly geekly pick. Woo! <laughs> Mark, you said oh, yeah. this was a while back. Mark, you said Loki versus Magneto. Can and you here's said my question. What's can your question? Magneto alter uh, or use his powers against the metal that Loki's like staff and armor is made out of? Or you would think so. If it's metal, it's all metal. Is it different because they're in a different... That's a good question, actually. Planet, like, <laughs> is you know that I mean? metal not affected by his powers? Because like, if because it is, a... even then, though, think about it. You got duplication, Yeah. and then he's a god, dude. True. Loki, Loki and he's god. crafty as a motherfucker. He always gets away, like we've seen, you know? Yeah. In a lot of shit. Um... I really want to say Magneto, but I have to agree with Loki. You know? Just but then because part of he is a Magneto because he can morph any metal. You know right. what I mean? True, true. I don't know. And if he can morph that metal, what's uh, Asgard made out of? Mostly, the, most of those buildings are metal. Ooh, that's true. Dude, he would just like, like fucking tear that place up. Man, I don't know. You guys tell us what you think. Um, I'll... 12 of you. <laughs> uh, what do you think of All Magneto versus Loki? Uh, would Magneto be able to go up to Asgard and just pretty much crush into a giant paper ball or what? How would that conflict end? It'd just be him. No, like, brotherhood. Uh, our buddy Zayim was talking to us about us when this was initially going on on Facebook and we were talking about uh, Darth Vader and he was like, who could kill Darth Vader? Who's the one guy that could kill Darth Vader? And Tori, who did you say? Oh, Wolverine. Wolverine. And that sparked, like, the coolest debate for us. I was like, well, wow, that's actually a pretty good idea because he's got that auto health regeneration. His adamantium skeleton has proven in multi-universes and dimensions that 
it can't be busted by anything. Like, it's held up no matter what it's in. Any context, any world, whatever. Um, Darth Vader's got the force, force choke, force pushing shit over, throwing people, lightsaber, which is a very important key. And then we got to that, and we said, well, lightsaber versus adamantium claws and skeleton. Could he cut through his skeleton and his claws? And you know what we found, Mark? What? We found on a website, um... You can look on the Nerd Haven, and we posted the link, that the lightsaber does not burn at a high enough temperature to cut through that metal. So it would pretty much be him, like, scraping his claws through a ghost laser. Like, it wouldn't even affect his laser. He would start, it would cauterize his skin, but it, he would still be alive as a pretty much machine-looking motherfucker. What about the Force, though? Because Magneto's... Well, we determined being his nemesis, and he's got yeah, he's got control of his like metal. But our our our, our uh, a debate came down to the point. Well, we ruled out that first before we got to the lightsaber adamantium uh, theories, but we figured the force is like any other skill, right? You okay. cannot constantly think of the force just as in its simplest sense as squeezing a stress ball, right? Mm -hmm. You you put as much you either put a little effort and do it longer, or you put in an immense amount of effort. And you can only hold on to that stress ball for so long before you have to let go, right? Makes sense. So, the force would be the same thing. Say he's choking someone, he chokes them, and he could choke them super hard, but probably not for long. Same thing with pushing. You could keep pushing shit away, or doing stuff to him, but you probably couldn't consistently keep doing it for a long period of time. Hear me out on this. What if so, he did this? What if he force choked mm -hmm. him so hard they <laughs> popped his head off yeah. and then pushed it out, like, into space? See, that's another thing. It depends where they're fighting, you yeah. know what I mean? But that's another thing. You'd have to say, uh, you'd have to find out how you would measure his force abilities and... What if he even did the that? Strength of, versus strength of his Wolverine skeleton. That's, that's another true. thing where we'd have to go online and look up other theories, but... Just by the va uh, basis of just lightsaber versus that, that's what we found. So we came to the conclusion yeah. Wolverine. Because my sense of the force was that his, his health generation is going to bring him back no matter how many times you crush him. You know what I mean? His skin's still going to grow back no matter how many times your lightsaber cauterizes it and slices it up. You know what I mean? He's still like the Deadpool effect. Mm -hmm. But uh, that was our thing. I just thought that was pretty interesting. I love doing those super fights online because everybody jumps into that shit. And then you'll hear like a, a couple one. A couple one, I didn't even know what to think. Like um, This guy Jeff works down at Lil Bros. He's the uh, counter guy in the tattoo guy down there, or the, oh, nice. sorry, the piercer guy down there, and he was like, Albert Wesker, the guy from Resident Evil, the creepy guy, mm -hmm. versus Krillin, and I'm just like, I don't even know what to think of that, like, I don't know enough about either one, so if anyone has an idea on those, or, um, let's see, another, the last good one I thought was, uh, in my opinion, <laughs> was uh, Deadpool versus Spawn. Who's Spawn? Spawn is an image character, he had a movie in the 90s, he's... Uh, a guy that was given the, these powers to lead the army of hell for the devil and be like this evil character, but he's an anti-hero and he does it for good. Hmm. And if you know Spawn, I honestly would say, I would still say Deadpool because he marries like a demonic princess, man. Like he can conquer anything. Like eventually he rules through it. He rules through different dimensions. Yeah. If anyone doesn't agree, feel free to tell me why. I love debating this bull. Like I love it. Um, always some other stuff on Nerdhaven. We're always posting updates from Weekly Geekly. Uh, movies that we liked. Uh, I see... My cousin Jeremy just posted the, about the new Venom. He's reading the new Venom series that came out. Brock, number six. I'm back. Apparently that's really good. Ooh. I haven't gotten into Venom since uh, Superior Spider-Man, which is... Are you, you're reading that right now. Mm -hmm. What issue are you on? I issue 12. Nice. Let me know when you get a little bit further in. It kind of sets up for a couple, it, until you get to like 20. Well, it's like reminding me because I, cause I, you only have like 11 through like whatever. Yeah. Uh, but it's like the first, it's hard to remember like what's going on. The right. First so as a refresher, like uh, Ock, Ock and him, uh, Doc Ock and Spider-Man were fighting and Doc Ock was near death and figured out a way to switch them mind, minds mm -hmm. from their bodies. Then... Peter Parker was in his body, and the body died, but some part of him was still left in the brain of his body. So he's there, and he can see what's going on every once in a while, but it's Doc Ock that's now Peter Parker. That's pretty mm -hmm. much, 
most of what you need to know now. Like, everything else is kind of like context clues, you know what I mean? And then we'll fill in eventually. Yeah, because I remember reading up to where they had, like, the Hobgoblin versus Green Goblin. Oh, that was a while ago. Yeah, I remember you borrowed those. That artwork in there is pretty, pretty Oh, awesome. dude, they do it so cool. Like I said uh, earlier today before this, I don't like when they go too techy, like, too gadgety and stuff, but that was well done. You know, it looks cool. Yeah, yeah, it looks cool. It's just, like, it's one of those things where it looks cool, but the idea is, like, just not... Super crazy. It didn't fit, yeah. you know? I feel you. It ties in at the end, though. Right. The ending is pretty cool to that whole series. I think Superior Spider-Man is like a 40 series, forty comic series or something. 30, 31. It's nuts, dude. It, it was really exhausting towards the end of it. I'm not going to lie. I still yeah. loved reading it because I wanted to know what happened. I was like, well, how the fuck are you going to get out of this? <laughs> like, you know, like, you're not even in your own body, dude. But it was really, really well done. Um, Who's your favorite Spider-Man, though? Like, if you had to choose. So there's like, because there's normal Spider-Man, then there's Spider-Man, what is it, 2099? Uh, honestly, yeah, you got it. I the would say steam, 2099. The steampunk one. The noir. Yeah. Black then, suit Spider-Man. Yeah, that's a space suit one, right? No, uh, the Venom suit. The that's symbiote. A, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I would say 2099 Miguel O'Hara. Because he travels back in time a couple times. His suit is pretty cool. I like that. He, and he's got this ability that no other Spider-Man has where he can slow down time. Uh... And, like, move around faster, like the Flash. Like, he has a little time burst. Spider-Man can? Yeah, uh, 2099. Jesus. His super senses are so evolved that he can, like, slow down time a little bit and, like, almost clock stop or run for a second and then attack really fast. It's cool. It's crazy. Yeah, each one has a little ability that's kind of different from the others. I just don't get how Venom hmm. can't beat him. Because the suit seems, like, more... Because Venom doesn't really think as much, man. He's not as smart. Like, oh, he, like, he figured out that the symbiote doesn't like loud noise, you know, so he gets it with, like, big sonic right. sounds and I stuff all the time. That. That's the one thing. And spawn, or, uh, Venom's kind of just like, well, fuck, all I can do is try to kill you. You know what I mean? Like, at that point, if you know their weakness, it's about easy. So, we always talk about, um, caped crusaders. You know what I mean? Superheroes, villains, all that stuff, but we rarely talk about all the other kinds of comics that are out there. Um, Image is a huge, huge comic book company, and it was started by a bunch of guys that got fed up over at Marvel and were like, mm, we're going to start our own company, and we're just going to make crazy stories. And at first it was kind of just like, all right, man, it's other superhero shit. <laughs> but then these dogs, they eventually went on to make a little number you might know as Walking Dead, and it was great. Robert Kirkman, crazy, crazy, crazy guy awesome stories. Um, that was my first big image comic, and I was like, holy shit. Witch Doctor, Tori loves that one, they do that. Um, Saga, uh, dude, I'm t every, every little weird, kooky, crazy story you could think about, including superhero stories, is image. Um, Jupiter's Legacy, Deadly Class, which is nuts, just anything random that's not just superheroes, image is it. Um, or demonic people, Possessions, um, just anything. If you can think about it, Image has probably done it. Uh, a whole universe where everyone's a rhino, and it's a detective comic book called Elephant Men. Like, things like that. Just shout out something ridiculous right now, Mark. Just do it. Shout out something crazy. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs what? Dinosaurs in space with laser eyes. It's probably been done by Image. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You could probably go to Krypton right now right. and find it. Just wait till they have another God Hates Astronauts. I'm sure Oh, uh, we've been, be we've been sucking that astronauts. for a long time. We love Ryan Brown, man. He's so talented. He does he just is. one is called he the God writer or is he the artist? He's the artist and he okay. writes it too. But yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he helps write it, but uh, um, he's really good. Really fucking crazy. Uh, he was our comic book of the week last episode. Curse Words is this new comic he made. But he's he just does crazy weird spoof parody work too. Um, kind of like Alex Pardee. You see his shit where he, sp yeah. he spoofs old stuff, you know? But um, really, really funny. Um, so you've been getting back into comics a little bit more. We've yes. been talking a little bit more. And we went to the comic book shop today. You were talking a little bit to me today. And you were like, hey, you know, how do I... Uh, what? What would you recommend for me as far as purchasing? Like, what's a good uh, wallet-conscious, information-conscious way to purchase comics? Mm -hmm. um, I told you volumes, you know, especially if you're reading in bulk, because you save that little cost, especially not buying issues. Um, 
I was wondering, did you have any other kind of questions as far as... Well, no. if you, how long does it take for an issue to get to the point of volumes? Like, there's some that I saw on the rack that just came out, mm -hmm. and they're on issue, like, two, three, four, and, you know, I know what's a good series, like, a hundred? What do you mean? Like, how long does it take to get to one of those volume volumes, books? yeah. Oh, well, one of those volume books is anywhere from four to six issues, to eight issues. Like, not really that many. So um, how long The thicker it... they are, the more you could assume there are in them, like... Like those big Walking Dead ones down there, each one of those is a hundred issues. Oh, nice. Or no, I'm sorry, fifty issues. So that's fifty. That's about a hundred and fifty issues right there. That's crazy. Right. That's kind of nuts. But uh, it's it's a lot cheaper in the long run than going out and buying every single issue for three four bucks than to buy that for but 40, how long 50 bucks. after that release date do they decide? Hey, we're gonna put we're gonna make volume. it into a big volume. Yeah. Um. This depends. A like couple months, or honestly. What? Let's say like yeah, if it's popular too, I'll say that. But they're usually gonna know if it's popular by the time it gets to the first or second, and they're already gonna have it made. You know what I mean? Uh, most of the time, these comics are already made. They're just releasing them. You yeah, know. I want Aquaman. That's what stood out, stood out to me it was Aquaman. I always like X Men, mm -hmm. of course. Uh, Spider-Man's always a good one. Hell yeah. Doctor Strange is looking pretty interesting. Um, what was the other one that I found that? Hmm. Oh yeah, the Inhumans or X-Men. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's what we were talking all about. All those here. are really good to get into because they all have a lot of collaboration with other characters and then they, it's like they merge into other stories and, um, <laughs> comics go off of what's called a story arc. And a story arc is a whole entire thing. It's like, it's a season of a TV show. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, usually a story arc will be a couple volumes. Like, so, 10, 20 issues will be they a They go story more arc. in depth, though. Yeah. And um, when you buy in volumes, you always get more. You get artwork in the back. You get cool stuff from the makers, uh, behind-the-scenes stuff. But I like them because it's just something easy. You know, unless, unless you're collecting from like a collector's standpoint, you want the issues because they can be worth more. But uh, if you're just there to read, buy volumes, man. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the way to go. You don't have to worry about spilling coffee on it. You can just fucking put it on a bookshelf. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not, like, worry. But uh, any other questions? From from a new getting back into the comic world of buying and like, collecting? How do you figure out, like, who's the best, like, writer or artist? Or, like, what what is going to fit what you want? Like, is there a way to, like, go online and kind of, like, Get pulls on that like, stuff. Like, so you say, like, this is the type of art I like. Who do I find that is, is that type of art yeah. in the comics? Uh, honestly, the easiest way is just go into a store, find read, read find the art you like, and look through. Yep. Just kind of, I skim a little bit, and I go, hmm, I kind of like this art. And then I'll read the back. I, first thing I do is I look at the comic. Okay, this looks cool. And I read the back, and I'm like, okay, the story looks cool. And then I read, I look, and I skim a little bit, and look at the big kapow, what I call them kapow pages, where they're like, huh, and like big action sequences, and then some of the other stuff. And I'm like, okay, for me, I don't like the real anime looking stuff. I like realism or goofy. It, it's got to be one or the other. You can't like sit on the fence with art wise for me. But um, I'll I'll know right away if I'm interested or not, you know. And sometimes I will buy it, and I don't like the art, and I'll end up loving it. You just um, that's part of it too. You'll find something that you like, but don't get stuck in that taste. You know. No, I would obviously mix it up. I just right. want to know where to start. You want to start, yeah. You want to have a good foundation to start, so then you kind of know what you like. You know. And I want to know where, like, like what you recommend for starting, like, um, as far as like art Batman, or as far as stories. I like Batman, but mm -hmm. I want to do Batman Joker focused, like, okay, issues um, or volumes. Volumes, says, yeah, like books. Yeah. You want, like, the essential of Batman and Joker. I would say Killing Joke right off the bat. That's the the Joker origin. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a really, really good one. Um, Death of the Family is the New 52 Joker, where he cut his face off and he comes back for it. That's a really cool one. Um, ooh, and then I'm going to throw it back old school. <laughs> this one's actually super hilarious. Well, it's not hilarious... Pardon my French, because this is the one where he supposedly kills Jason Todd, the okay. um, Robin. It's called Death in the Family, not Death of the Family. Okay. And in this one, he becomes the U.S. ambassador of Pakistan. The Joker does. Dang. And they see him at the U.N. with his, like, like his uh, headpiece on and everything. And they're just like, what the fuck? 
you have control of like all this shit now. <laughs> like we have to listen to you, and, and Batman can't attack him because he has a diplomatic immunity now, and he can like still be a terrorist. You know what I mean? But he kills uh, him. That's a crazy story. Like that sparks the whole thing between them. And then at the end, you learn some stuff about Jason Todd. It's pretty cool. But um, those those three are kind of the essential. I would start Killing Joke, uh, Death of the Family, Death in the Family. All three. Check of them. those. Check those out. Yeah. First, those are the first Jokers I would read. And then, honestly, everything in Batman kind of has a little Joker in it. You just have to read around, you know, and you'll see which ones are him. There's, like, Mad Love. Um, there's actual Just Joker comics that were made. There's spinoff ones, like Joker's daughter, but she's not his real daughter. She's just some psychopath that thinks she is. Um, they get pretty dark, though, the comics. Oh, yeah, dude. Them. The comics are fucking brutal, especially in DC and Batman. Especially. I think with the new Batman movie coming out, sorry to stray away back to movies, but oh, they gotta happens. make it rated R. That would be dope. They make it rated R, you get a Joker in there that knows what's up. Ooh, I don't know about that though. There'd be too much controversy. They don't want to add fluff to the mix. Yeah, you know. But um, yeah, man, we can only hope. <laughs> One day, dude. Yeah. One so day. I would just honestly find an artwork, you know, a piece like a. A comic that you like the art in and the story, and then kind of go off that, you know? Slowly find, based on what you like, what's new. And and you'll find what you like art what Like, what, as far as comic art, what do you like? What's cool to you? <clears throat> like, the Superior Spider-Man artwork is pretty good, but I mm -hmm. kind of like that style. Or, like, what was the Evil Ernie? The one that it's she little, me? It's a little more realistic, but dark. Yeah, it's yeah. got, like, it's got what you just said, like, a dark tone, but it has that really, like, bright, centered color piece to each page. Yeah. Like, and there's a lot of color in art. It. Yeah. yeah. Artistry to it, yeah. Like, damn it, I don't mean to, like, bag on the old school comics, but I just it's can't, okay. I can't read those. I feel like I'm reading, like, a newspaper. No, I feel you. That's what yeah, I'm sometimes saying. it is, and that's just part of the time it. frame, you know? I yeah. respect it, but yeah. yeah. They always got to give credit to where everything started. Yeah, that's you know, how you, exactly. Yeah. Everyone's got their taste. I, I am kind of the same way sometimes. I am a, a sucker for the oldies, but sometimes I need that flair. <laughs> you know, the cool Kapow scenes, like I said. But yeah, um, if you're into that kind of dark, realism, creepy cartoon kind of thing, uh, mm -hmm. Witch Doctor in Image. Image in general, dude. Just go Image Comics. Anything in Image that looks semi that is that. You know, mo there's, there's, they're pretty straightforward artistic-wise from what it is. So if you see something creepy, it's devil shit. You know, it's really easy to tell what it is. But they do go crazy with the color, and there's a lot of artistic expression in their art, you know. Have you read Constantine's? No, comics? I haven't read the comics. I've been seeing them. I had a guy I worked with at an office job, and he always wanted me to read them. And I was just like, no. Because it was the Hellblazer Constantine's, and I'm like, the, it was just like that. Like you were saying, it was just boring to read. But it was like, there's no action. It's literally law and order in a comic form. No, no. I was like, I can't do this. If I'm going to do this, I'm just basically going to read, like... They've got to have know, better ones comic than, strips. than out there. Uh, I'm sure they do, but those were just the ones I saw. So it kind of turned me off initially. But uh, a lot of new stuff happening, dude. They're, they're, they're doing, like, every couple of years, they'll just start everything over. Marvel and DC will. They'll be like, okay, New 52, and Ultimate... You know, Marvel, and then, like, a couple of years later, do a whole new thing. This year for DC was uh, DC Universe Rebirth, and everything kind of starts over. It has a new track. Um, like, Bane comes back to kill the bat after breaking his back initially. Um, he's like, fuck, I fail, and then eventually comes back to kill him and, like, Damien, his son. Uh, just so much crazy shit happened. I, I heard this Rebirth is supposed to be a really good story arc, but... Yeah, That's the thing, man, is they spread it out between, like, five or six DC characters, and I have no money. <laughs> yeah. Can't buy all your fucking comics. They had Arrow, they had Flash. That was some of the ones I saw in the Flash uh, section. Yeah. They're supposed so, to be super good. Uh, yeah. Flashpoint was really good. You, you should read that. I Dude, I saw the, to the list. I saw the animated movie. That yeah. was awesome. It's much, the it's, it's, it's much of that, but more. And the art's a little better than that. Yep. Like, the art's a little crazier than the just straight-laced animation. You know what I mean? That's what I like about the Flash animation, because he's got that, like, streak and, like, the whole, like, electricity around him. Mm, That's yeah. why I like Zoom in the TV series. Yeah, it's, it's definitely what they put in the comics, though, but it's yeah. more vivid, trust me. Yeah. Like, the comics... Everyone... 
I feel like everyone has such a short attention span nowadays, and no one wants to sit down and read the the visual of something because they're like, I could just watch it and get it over with. It's like, no, dude. Sometimes sitting there and looking at the art of it, like. It's fascinating to see how people did that. You know what I mean? And like, look at the vivid texture of something or the color, how you made it look that crazy. You know, I'm constantly blown away by the art I look at in my comics. Like, Batman is a huge one for that. All the different bad guys are so vivid. Like Mr. Freeze, Poison Ivy, Bane, like Mad Hatter. All these guys have got a signature, but it's just so explosive in the art. Mm. I love it. Um, one that I love. Uh, is the Widening Geyer. It's Kevin Smith and Walt Flanagan, the comic book men. Silent Bob. Oh, nice, yeah. yeah. They did their own two-part series as a Batman, and it's hilarious. They've got, like, uh, uh, funny, just hilarious references in it. Um, the story is pretty funny. Um, obviously got the Joker. <laughs> Can't you got it. Out. If it's Batman, you gotta have that. But uh, it, it was really good. So, baby. I'm ready. For what? Talk about Ant-Man. All right, you're just spacing quick. out over there. I was like, what's up? <laughs> what's, I'm what's, here. Uh, give us an update for what's happening in the Avengers. Okay, I just want to say it was really, f I don't know. So basically they mentioned the Uncanny and Humans, which is kind of funny, mm -hmm. and that they live in Adelan, which is a Himalayan refugee. I just mm -hmm. thought it was kind of funny that they mentioned them. Hmm. And then one of the other little slots they have, a place where they mentioned that it is from 1977, like, they're very, they're aware that, I don't know, it's just kind of cool. They're, they're, like, self-aware like, of their time. They're, like, two-gun, you're not in 1873 <coughs> anymore, this is 1977. They traveled through time in this issue? So, Holy and shit. then Ultron is in it. Ooh. Um, That's dope. Which is pretty cool. So why is, and do you know why Ant-Man's attacking them? Ant-Man got... He had like a mental break, I guess. Really, and he, he, had, he just like, kind of had a breakdown, and whoa. So he just attacked the. I Avengers. thought there was some reason he had to, no. or like he was a villain at first, or something. Like something happened. That's not someone like no. mess with this. So did he just attack him and run away, and they're trying to figure out what's happening? Well, like, he attacked them, and then the he did leave. Yeah. And then they got him again, and then Ultron intervened, mm -hmm. and then. Ultron has in now. Oh shit! So there's something's going on with Ant-Man. So okay. We don't well, who know else is in it? Other like who are that. in the Avengers right now? Vision. Iron Scarlet Man. Witch. Yeah, right? Scarlet Witch. Uh, Captain is he in there? The Wasp. Nice. Right? Wasp is in it. Um, oh, so that's cool. Is the Wasp the Wasp helping Ant-Man? The Wasp is the bad guy. She was the... helping Ant-Man, and then she turned on him yeah. and helped Captain America capture him. Okay. Oh, yeah. shit. I know. It gets pretty That's weird. Here. Tell us what goes on. You're, you're a little over halfway done. I'm curious to see what happens with Ultron and Ant-Man. No, you don't know. No. Wait, it's over? That's it. What? Dun, dun, so wait, dun. he captured Ant-Man and you don't know why he has Ant-Man. That's Ant right. He captured Ant-Man. Oh my god. Did Ant-Man want to go or no? No. No. So Ant-Man was trying to, <coughs> trying to defeat Ultron, and Ultron had this suction gun that sucked him up into a little capsule. Weird. So Ultron it. needs Ant-Man for something. Right. Crazy. Dang. We should find the next one. What, what number is that again? Avengers number... 161. We should try to find 162. It's really funny. If you guys are Hell ever yeah. out at a comic shop and see it or whatever, you can find some weird little issues online. It's pretty hilarious, actually. Avengers 161, 1997. Attacked by the Ant-Man. It's hilarious. I feel like the Avengers is always like a solid anything. Because it's multiple heroes in one. Yeah, it's a good dynamic. Honestly, I, I never was the a Black fan Panther of the comics. The was in there. Yeah. Like, what? Nice. I, I always recognized them, and I thought they were cool, but I didn't really want to get into the comics that much. I like, I'm so much more into the solo hero or the duo thing, you know? Small-knit groups, you know? I don't know why, but Avengers, to me, was always just so... Like I said, too much of a... Err, not, not enough conflict, you know? Yeah, well, much, too much oversaturation, I guess. To make Once you've seen something being beat to death by the Lego franchise, it's all downhill from there. So, uh, yeah. So we um, went over Nerd Haven super fights. If you guys have any more, I really want to hear them. I'm fucking desperate. I love these super fights. What? I got one. Mark Snap. You just I randomly just thought thinking, of one? Yeah. What? Who is it? Well, my buddy Rudd. Shout out to Rudd for coming up Rudd. with this one. Hey, uh, buddy. What's Rudd's super fight? Daredevil versus Damian Wayne 
Robin. Ooh. That's what it was. Okay, for those of you who don't know who Damian Wayne is, mm. he is the newest Robin. He's the son of Bruce Wayne and Talia al Ghul, the daughter of Roz al Ghul, who is the demon head, the leader of the League of Shadows. He's immortal. Um, so, uh, little known fact, Damien is actually genetically altered. Uh, he's got the fighting of the League of Shadows and the tactician mind of Batman. So he's kind of this all-in-one. Yeah. He took down Deathstroke on his own, uses a blade, kills people. Like, this kid is fierce. Does shit that other Robins couldn't do. You know, Nightwing gets his ass kicked by Deathstroke all the time. Mm-hmm. He uses batons. If you use a fucking samurai sword, maybe you'd do a little better, you know? And Daredevil... Uh, if you guys don't know who Daredevil is, stop listening. Like, yeah, Jesus. Daredevil, the blind fucking sonar, yeah. super ninja. agile ninja. <laughs> fucking devil of hell's kitchen from New York. This guy's a beast. Honestly, I don't know. What do you, what do you guys Cause, think? Because I was like, he could sneak up on him. I was like, that's stupid because his senses are The sonar heightened. senses. Yeah, he yeah. can see it anyway because he technically can see it. Here's my you know? thing. Age difference. Hmm. You think that really matters, though? He's, He's going to act stroke. Uh, yeah, but he acts too quick. And you know, like you said earlier with Deathstroke, what did you say? Like, he get, he overthinks things. Yeah, yeah. I think that he sometimes lets his anger affect his actions towards hmm. what he's fighting. So you think that Damien's going to be that way? Or yeah. Because yeah. Daredevil's going to be dodging him, and you know, I mean... Isn't I guess I haven't read a comic book with him. In it. Yeah, he is a little like. Well, he's a he's a kid. Or, That's how he's supposed to be. Well, yeah, but a little even rambunctious like and immature and stuff. And when he's depicted, yeah, I'm sure he's depicted older. Yeah, they slowly start making him older. But right. I mean, like even then, he is still a little rambunctious. Right, just but a brat. He's kind of a brat because <laughs> he knows he's so aware of who <laughs> he is from he like do? from the get go. Like from the age of like five, they're like, hey, guess what? Uh... Since Bruce Wayne didn't want to be the leader of the League of Shadows, and he's going to be a bitch, you're going to be the leader of the League of Shadows. And then eventually he wasn't, but you know, like, he's just like, I'm fucking awesome, I was trained by ninjas, and I'm a kid. Like, Home Alone meets Damian Wayne. <laughs> like, well, I, I think it's an interesting fight, because you have the the batons that Daredevil has, mm-hmm. and then they turn into, like, almost a grappling thing. Yep, the staff. But then thing. they also turn into a staff, so yeah. it's like, that's essentially, like, Nightwing right there, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, with a but grapple I mean, gun. But dude, you gotta assume that Damien's got like a shuriken, you know, to throw, yeah. the samurai sword, God knows what else, a grappling hook, smoke stuff. Like, I don't know. The smoke stuff won't do anything though. Smoke for, pellets for, for fucking Daredevil. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying. I was listening off what I <laughs> just yeah. for fuck's sake. But <laughs> honestly, I say Damien Wayne. That's my call. I say Daredevil, dude. He's too. Yeah. His senses are too acute. He's just, he's got the age on him. I feel like Damien would just act too quick. Yeah. Rather than thinking. Of the Deadpool, or not Deadpool. Daredevil's not really thinking. He's just like, in, instinct. Yeah. 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 Okay. Baby, what instinct do you think? versus rage. I don't know. Daredevil or Damien Wayne? Oh, shit. Between those two? Mm hmm. I really do think Daredevil. Like, Damian Wayne has moves, obviously, and mm-hmm. he's agile, but I think Daredevil. Yeah. I really do. Yep. Final answer for me. Daredevil. Because he's agile, too, and, like, he uses more than just his eyes as a sense. And mm-hmm. I do believe True. that might help a little bit, because he can feel the vibrations before he would even see it. Right, as yeah. opposed to Damian might see it, but Daredevil might already be... Like, somewhere already. He's already well, playing the next move. Like. We're going to have to agree to disagree, man. Because I think being trained since birth by ninjas who are meant to eradicate, like, everyone in the world kind of, like, means that you have that natural instinct as well, even if you have sight. Like, I don't know. I'm, we're going to have to agree to disagree. Tell yes. us what you guys think. Daredevil or Damian Wayne, the new Robin, who would win in this super fight? We're really curious to settle this fucking beef. But, dude, he got trained by Stick, too. A Daredevil did. That, that so old guy. what? Everyone dude. gets trained by some ninja dude. Like he's That's one man. This is the league. This is the league, man. Oh my god. Everyone goes the league, the league, the league, the league. Yeah. Like it's like the U.S. military. The League of Shadows. Yeah. It's like an organization of fucking brutality. It's not just one blind guy. 
Yeah, but yeah. he's continually working on his skills, too, and improving himself as True. a fighter. I'm just saying, yeah, like, so just because he didn't go to elite. Damien's getting trained by Batman, he's also. Still... He's got that tactician mind. He'd know how to outsmart Daredevil and create gadgets that could stop him or at least slow him down yeah, enough. Brigade just cut his head off with a sword. Yeah, but he's also <laughs> a little bit stubborn, so I True. feel like maybe Daredevil has a little bit more composure as uh, far as I don't know. keeping it in a fight. I don't know. And part of, like, Batman and Damien Dark, you know, the whole, or not Damien Dark, Damien uh, Wayne, the whole Robin thing is, like, illusion and uh, being elusive with it. There's no illusion if the dude can just, like, see you with his mind. Right. Like, you That's know true. what I mean? Yeah. You can't Without be doing eyes. smoke and mirrors. It's true. He's like, I smell you. Yeah. <laughs> you should have showered today, little boy. You should boy. have eaten that garlic right. today. I'll defend like, you in court. <laughs> Wham! Kick your ass. Normally, <laughs> Damien would be fighting people who he could smoke and mirror them and turn off True. the lights and, and do all use this that shit. fear tactic. Yeah, yeah, they're not used to feeling the ground for vibration or trying to smell them. They're like shit and shooting around. But you know, Daredevil's That's like, funny that you said <laughs> that because one of the comics you just gave me back today was Daredevil. It's like that combo of Daredevil and his other weird yeah. ego or whatever. And in the be or not Daredevil of Deadpool. Deadpool, and in the beginning Deadpool is trying to snipe Daredevil, and he like can, remember he's like sniping uh, him as uh, the lawyer as Matt Murdock, and then he like gets distracted, and then at the end he has like him in his sights, and then he's behind him, he tries to fight him. Like he's so he can sense that Deadpool is like sniping him. Yeah. So you had to build a jammer to jam Daredevil's senses <coughs> to be able to even snipe So him. if he can sense that, what makes you think he can't sense Damien's next move? Very on? true. I would give you guys that. I would say Daredevil wins. He would hear him coming first. Right. He, has, like, he would he sense him before he, he would hear him. Yeah. He'd hear the tendon in his arm moving <laughs> just to get to that position. Like. We will always, always do super talks on Nerd Haven. So if you guys have an opinion, feel free to voice it. We'd love hearing yes, it. Yes, please. No matter what, if, even if you can't back up what you, what you fully know, with like a specific comic book or like a website if you can still explain it in your own words hmm. feel it's free we want to hear what you think it's just for fun yeah. and it's not what you know it's what you want to know so no one's gonna judge the you. more you know the what? more you know <laughs> what's your super fight that you would choose ah. of, the week, of the week the super fight super of fight week. of the week i no i don't know i was not prepared for this i'm putting you on the spot you did it to me a couple times a couple times, like the entire fucking episode. Right. Um, I would say Punisher versus Batman. Punisher versus Batman. Because Frank Castle versus, Frank Castle Bruce, versus Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Because Frank Castle's not afraid to kill, but he's not as good of a tactician as Batman, the best tactician in the world. You know what I mean? So he's going to be playing for every eventuality, and he has all these gadgets that he could stop the Punisher with. He won't kill Punisher, but Punisher will try to kill Bruce Wayne. And I think that that would be a really crazy, like, fight to see who comes prepared with what and how it all comes laid out, you know? Because it's one thing to plan for something you think someone's going to do, but it's another thing to carry out the actual order, you know, and like, or the actual mm -hmm. call to do it and, like, plan accordingly based on what's happening in the moment. So... Just for tactician-wise, I think that'd be amazing. And I think Batman would kick his ass. I think Batman always wins. Dude, Batman <laughs> wins tactician-wise amazing yeah. all the time. But I just think that would be a cool lineup to see how they would fight each other. You know? Dude, he just, like, puts people in their place. Right. Like, uh, what was it? Uh, Dark Knight Returns, the mutants. Yeah. The mutant leader, he, like, faked out. Like, the mutant leader told them all to meet at one place. And then he tricked him to be there. And they kicked his ass in front of all his disciples in the mud. <coughs> That's genius, because then you just, like, knock him off his throne, you know, like, mm -hmm. of influence. Batman knows what to do, every situation. Mm -hmm. But, man, I am so glad we got this episode to talk about comics. Seriously, we've yeah. been talking about movies and TV, and I kind of just was like, you know what, shit, this is about comics, people. Why aren't we talking about comics? So we're going to do this. Every month, we're going to take one episode, and we are going to strictly just talk about what we've been reading, what's interesting to us, uh, upcoming stuff. And speculate about stories. Just talk about what we like. Uh, I think that'd be kind of cool. I want to hear what you guys are reading, too. So definitely yeah. post that. Like, Hell that'd yeah. Be cool. Post on uh, Weekly Geekly on Facebook.com. Also, go to Nerdhaven, the social group we uh, work through. I made, ha ha! We got about 433 people on there. Yeah! 
And we're all sharing new movie stuff, new articles, different opinions, a lot of cool stuff on there. A lot of really nice people, too. Uh, always willing to debate. Um, last thing we got today, little kitties, is Comic Book of the Week. And I'm going to do East of West. This is one that I fell in love with immediately. It's this old western cowboy, futuristic, uh, end of the world, kind of weird prophecy thing, man. It's, I couldn't even explain it all to you, but pretty much the horsemen of the apocalypse come back from, uh, from the dead. Then it happens like in a cycle. It keeps happening in time over and over. But this time they come back and death isn't with them. He's like, looking for his son that like famine... Um, and war and like all these horsemen are looking for. Meanwhile, there's this huge war of all these different races, like Native American versus the Chinese versus like the Southern um, colonies, which are like these magical worshiping Southern colonies versus the North. <coughs> and it's kind of like pre-Civil War. Like the Civil War never happened, and everything got um, divided up between six different. Um, big tribes, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then it's jettisoned into the future. And it's this prophecy of the end of the world, and the art is so cool in it. It's uh, Nick Dragata. Uh, Hickman and Martin are the storytellers and the inker. And, uh, dude, like, take a look at this. This is why I got it tattooed. I mean, just... It's simple, but, like, the color is so vivid. Yeah, it's good. You know what I mean? Like, it's so powerful. Every little shot is, like, crazy. You can tell, too, because it's got that shine and gloss, too. Mm -hmm. And they show you in the end of this big book, I got the omnibus for the year one. It shows you, like, how the earth is split up between, like, the colonies. And then it shows you, like, the stats of the colony, like, how they're... See, that's why you're telling me to get volumes. It's like, yeah, it's you get all the more. info behind the story, and then you know more mm -hmm. for the next time. It's it's perfect investment. But uh, East of West, Image Comics, totally recommend it if you're into some weird sci-fi shit. It will blow your mind. Year one book is now available at Krypton Comics, Legends, and Dragon's Lair, I believe, and it's 50 bucks. It might be on sale right now because they're about to come out with year two. So get as much as you can. It's a good comic to read. That's our comic book of the week. I appreciate you listening to my crazy rant. <laughs> I rant a lot about comic books. Nerd. On the comic book of the week. Nerd. I know, I'm sorry. I just get so into it, and I'm like, oh my god, you guys, this is awesome. I have this con. I have a tattoo of my leg. He's like, literally my entire leg is right tattooed. Now, I'm just kind of like pacing, talking right now. <laughs> my left leg is entirely tattooed on east of west. That's how much I would recommend this comic book. It's so fucking cool. But uh, man, I am fucking tired. Yep, I'm beat. Yeah. I have really dry mouth. That is Woo! our. That was a Episode. good comic day, right? I mean, we covered a lot. We went through a, a book. We went through a couple different books. We went through some and characters. And most importantly, Ant-Man, right? Woo! Yeah. Woo! Talked about that new Flash Zoom origin comic book. hey -oh. By the way, we're wearing hats. Yeah! Flash you got your Flash and, uh, hat on. I got my Zoom yeah, hat on. Yeah. I will steal your speed. <laughs> Shit. I love how he does that in the show. <sighs> Even though it's comic day. Now when I get the speed force, <laughs> Woo! you get shit from me. Thanks for joining us on the Weekly Geekly, guys. As always, I'm Mikey Colshin. I'm Tori Kroll. And with us tonight was... Me. Marquette! <laughs> Woo! Mark! Thanks for what listening to the Weekly Geekly. You guys have a good night. You've been listening to the Weekly Geekly. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Weekly Geek Tweet for all your random knowledge. <laughs> The Weekly Geekly at Weekly Geekly, Facebook.com. Oh my god.